Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Mattel. And today we're going to talk about how you can make sense of the track of traffic estimates from SEO tools. So the traffic estimates from SEO tools. So we are talking about tools like Uber Suggest could be one, SEM Rush could be one, Hrefs could be one. There's a lot of these tools that will show you, hey, you know, uh, maybe NeilPatel.com is driving eighty thousand visits a month, right? Now the thing with these is they're never exactly accurate, right? So the question is, how do you make sense of all these estimates? Maybe one tool like SEM Rush is saying Neil gets eighty thousand visits a month, another one saying two hundred forty thousand visits a month. So it's kind of all over the place, right? So how do you make the sense? the most sense of these so you can actually do something about it and um, use it to help you grow your business. So with all these tools, you have to look at, you, you can't do apples to orange comparisons. In other words, you can't compare SEMrush to Ahrefs, Ahrefs to Ubersuggest and vice versa. When you use these, you shouldn't be using these tools to see your traffic, your rankings, because Google Search Console, in my opinion, gives you a better, more accurate read on that. What you should be using them is to see how you stack up to your competitors. You don't want to put in your competitor's URL into Ubersuggest or Ahrefs or SEMrush and then compare it with your traffic stats in Google Search Console. If you're using SEMrush and you put in three of your competitors' URLs, you would compare them and how they're doing with your URL based on the data SEMrush gives you, right? So in general, if Let's say you get 100,000 visitors a month in SEM Rush, okay? And it shows your competitors get 150,000, okay? So they're getting 50% more than you. And you're wondering, all right, how much more is my competitor really doing? Generally, if your Google Search Console shows that you have 500,000 visitors, they're showing you five times more than SEM Rush, then that probably means your competitor is getting 750,000. Or if Google Search Console shows that you're only getting 50,000, right, half of what SEMrush is showing, that probably means your competitor's getting 75,000 and not really 150,000. Yep. So what I look at, and I agree with that, I would just kind of add more to this, is when I look at these tools, you can even add in tools like Quantcast or, God, what's the other one? Um, Similar Web. What I'm looking at is trends. I'm looking at how the traffic is trending over time. So if I can see it's trending, they're all trending the same way for like, let's say I'm looking at a competitor. Well, I know that, it, you know, maybe they're doing something correct, right? And then I can kind of dig in more using like a like a SEM rush or like an Ahrefs. Take a look at, you know, what kind of, what does their content strategy look like, right? And they have uh, the 
the content explorer and Ahrefs. So then I'll actually start to dig in. But if I see the traffic starting to trend downwards in terms of the kind of traffic estimates and also uh, using a tool like Ahrefs or SEMrush, and maybe even Uber suggests too, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Neil, but you can look at the traffic value. If I see the traffic value declining, that tells me maybe it's not something to emulate and maybe they're not doing that well. And the traffic value is just basically looking at all the keywords that you rank for, what position they're in, and then the average, the, the estimated click-through rate, and it's also looking at the average cost per click for those keywords, and it's coming up with the value that you would be paying Google if you were quote unquote paying for the traffic. But that's it's not exactly accurate, I would say. Um, you know, it's just kind of a you know doing math. But if I see the traffic value and then also the the traffic trending downwards, um, I'm not going to pay attention, and I'm rather you know going to go look at some people that are doing a better job and then trying to emulate what they're doing. Yeah, and keep in mind with the traffic value, I used to create content based on my competitor sites, based on their pages that have the highest traffic value. And we would start getting rankings, getting the traffic. I didn't necessarily see a correlation in which going after those key terms, the pages with the highest traffic value would generate me the most revenue. I found that a lot of the lower traffic value pages that had much more targeted keywords converted way better and generated us more revenue. It's going to be different for every industry. I'm in B2B. In B2C, I do believe the traffic value is much easier and much more accurate, especially when you're not going enterprise and the sales cycle is not as long. Yeah, I'll give an extra tip here for you guys in B2B. Maybe this works for B2C too, but if you're ranking well for a lot of uh, you know keywords that you're not monetizing, what you can do is you can convert those pages, have some affiliate links on there, or you, you can even rent out the pages. Um, I did have a friend that was renting out a page, I think for like ten or $20,000 a month um, that was ranking for a keyword that they, they basically, um, their business didn't cover. So like an insurance related keyword and they rented it out and they were able to monetize that. So um, often, you know, what he basically, um, how he priced it was saying, hey, here's the traffic value of the page, uh, you're also going to get like the retargeting pixel, you're going to get like a pop-up and everything. That was the offer that he packaged it up for that insurance company. And then he was able to get, you know, um, 20 grand plus a month from it. Dude, that sounds like my old business. I used to have one called Rent My Site. And I would just have sites that ranked and then just some of you who are doing a ton of pay-per-click and charging a monthly fee. (laughs) <laughs> rentmysite.com. We should talk about that later. All right, guys. So that is it for today. But don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us grow. Um, I should probably start reading reviews again. I will. I will soon. But also, don't forget to apply for our boot camp. These are live boot camps where Neil and I um, and other people are going to help you grow your business. It's a very intimate environment. Um, you can go to learn more at marketingschool.io slash live. That's L-I-V-E. And uh, we hope to see you there. We hope to see you apply and we'll see you guys tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School. Marketing School.